0: Well, Tuesday rolls around. We do love to give real attention to those breaking news headlines as they're coming from the Middle East and especially as they affect the nation of Israel. Ron Ross has been scouring the headlines once again overnight and no surprise at all that coronavirus dominates the headlines in the Middle East and around the nation of Israel. Ron Ross, a special welcome back to 2020. Yeah, good morning, Neil. Ron, let's start with the first story, insofar as Israel imposing new coronavirus restrictions on people, what are the headlines like in Jerusalem and throughout the nation of Israel?
1: Benjamin Netanyahu has decided to dramatically increase restrictions on movement and has drafted an order to uh, to allow no travel except for work, food, medicine and other essentials to contain the spread of the virus. Existing guidelines will not change with regards to travelling to and from work, and the ability to buy food medicine and other essential products will not be limited. The number of coronavirus cases in Israel has climbed to 1,442. A second possible death caused by the coronavirus is currently being investigated, Israel Media Report, following the death of a man in his 60s at Zaraski Medical Centre in Tel Aviv. At the latest round of restrictions rolled out, the government also vowed to introduce a massive aid program for self-employed individuals and small businesses, a bit like us in Australia.
0: Yeah, and it sounds like we are even a little ahead of the curve when it comes to looking at the nation of Israel. Israel's first coronavirus fatality, Ron, an 88-year-old Holocaust survivor.
1: Yeah, how tragic. Israel's first coronavirus fatality... 88-year-old Holocaust survivor Adia Ivan was buried in Jerusalem with just 20 mourners able to attend his funeral. Evan's family said they were sorry they couldn't be by his side at the end. Evan was hospitalized in Jerusalem's Shia'er Medical Center after contracting the virus from the assisted living facility where he lived. Several other residents of the Notum Tower home were also diagnosed with COVID 19, Evan had multiple pre existing medical conditions. But when you read the reports from the family, uh, it's heartbreaking.
0: It is heartbreaking. Uh, Ron, leaders. Let's talk leaders in Israel and as those Jewish leaders are uh, in place in other places around the world as well. Coronavirus has taken an early toll on some prominent Jewish leaders uh, in Israel and uh, into the, U- to the United States and also in Europe.
1: Yeah, the head of Israel's United Hatzalah emergency service, Eli Bia, was placed on a ventilator and sedated on Friday. The group said in a statement that he's expected to make a slow but full recovery, though he'll be continued to be sedated for up to 2 weeks. The South Florida NBC affiliate Channel 6 reported that Rabbi Sholem Lipskar of the Shul of Balhaba, one of Florida's largest synagogues, and founder of the Aleph Institute, which serves prisoners, U.S. military personnel, and other isolated communities, tested presumptive positive to the virus, according to a statement issued on Sunday. His symptoms are considered mild, and he's expected to make a full recovery. According to Israeli daily Yedet Adonot, Rabbi Aaron Tittlebaum, head of the Curious Joel community in New York, was diagnosed with coronavirus on Friday. He's believed to have been infected by an assistant. Over the weekend, André Toubou, one of France's leading Chabad figures, died after being stricken with the virus. His family released a statement to the French Catholic publication, Hazadut, asking mourners to stay in isolation and preserve the health of everyone. On February the 15th, the former leader of the Jewish community of Milan, Michael Skaina, died of coronavirus. The Italian-Jewish website Mokhed wrote that Skemer was born in Cairo and studied in London and Milan, where he eventually settled. He was heavily involved in collecting testimonies from Jews forced out of the Arab world following World War II.
0: Well, the whole world at this time is trying to isolate and shelter from coronavirus. As I understand it from headlines overnight, Ron, Jerusalem's old city is deserted. Apparently quite an eerie sight.
1: Yes, uh, I've been there many, many, many times. And you really talk about a moving crowd. But it's largely deserted now due to the fears and lockdowns from coronavirus. The Christian quarter was the worst hit with shops closed through the usually bustling tourist markets. Restaurants were also closed, and the Church of the Holy Sepulchre saw only a handful of visitors. The usual tourist groups were absent. Several armed police units patrolled the Shuk that leads to the Temple Mount and Al-Aqsa Mosque, but there was no visible heightened presence of security or attempt to prevent the few people who were in the city from walking around. In the Jewish Quarter... Children ran in the streets, and religious men and women walked through the alleys. Outside the Herber synagogue, only a few people walked back and forth, with no one stopping to talk, which is unusual for the Jewish people. Church bells struck the hour, and birds chirped as alleys were entirely deserted. Only one tourist shop, shop was open, and several small convenience stores. As you said in the opening, an eerie atmosphere in the Old City.
0: Ron, there are even headlines in the Israeli media today around how people are finding hope and comfort and, uh, as I understand it, Israel looking to the Bible in these difficult days.
1: Yeah, Bible passages are increasingly finding their way into public display as Israel enters a time of national lockdown and fear escalates. The Holy Land, as we all know, is no stranger to epidemics, plagues, and national crises. And so scripture has much to say about what the people should do during these times. I was interested to find a list that was released by Israeli rabbis. Exodus 9.14. For this time I will send all my plagues on you yourself and on your servants and your people, so that you may know that there's none like me in all the earth. Isaiah twenty six twenty Come, my people, enter your chambers and shut your doors behind you. Hide yourselves for a little while until the wrath has passed by. Leviticus thirteen forty six. As long as they have the disease, they remain unclean. They must live alone. And the very famous one, two chronicles seven thirteen to fourteen When I shut up the heavens so that there is no rain, or command the locusts to devour the land, or send pestilence among my people, if my people who are called by my name humble themselves and pray, and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven, forgive their sin and heal their land. And there was a Messianic rabbi, a, a Jesus believer, who added James 4 8, Wash your hands, you sinners.
0: Wow, uh, we can take some level of comfort from that when. Uh, the media in the nation of Israel is reflecting on those and what we call the Old Testament uh, those scriptures, those holy books uh, from the people of Israel and recognising that they've dealt with pestilence and plagues and they've been there before and they know where to turn uh, when those things come and uh, in this sense here Ron, as you've indicated, reading those scriptures, in some sense here sheltering while the uh, almost, and this is a, an arguable point isn't it, about somehow Rather the judgment of God passing over uh, but that's uh, an interesting aspect to be able to study from the Old Testament but Absolutely. Uh, uh, I wonder whether Ron uh, there's something that you might like to reflect on here how Israel is uh, focusing on those things even in their media how that might actually relate to us here we can take comfort from those sorts of scriptures as well can't we
1: Well, I think that uh, the whole world is overwhelmed by the whole situation of the coronavirus. And it highlights the need for us to have salvation in the Lord. Uh, Only he knows and understands what's going on. I feel for the political leaders who are being hit with gotcha questions by media journalists who ask them when it will end. Only God knows. And uh, I think in many situations we're going to find that many people will start to find their faith and trust in him. I was very encouraged overnight to hear that the Messianic group in Jerusalem have set aside 7 o'clock to 8 o'clock at night to invite everyone to come and pray with them. They posted a message online that says, during this time we will pray corporately in one heart. And raise our voices to the Lord that he might stretch out his hand to heal, release signs and wonders in the name of Yeshua, the Messiah. An amazing opportunity in Israel right now and one for us. I've just been amazed that last week our church here on the Sunshine Coast, Good Life, posted a, a program online and the hits were amazing. Uh, They've already got a very big congregation, but they had much more online, and I think God will use this for his
0: glory. I think you'll find that churches all around the nation will be digging deep, and they'll be finding the wisdom of God, and they'll be encouraging their people. They'll be pastorally caring for the flock even though it may not be face to face and uh, powerful things to make sure you're connected with your local church Uh, get onto their emails or onto their Facebook their social media posts be part of church streaming on a Sunday those things are very powerful in keeping ahead of uh, the way that we might actually uh, lose it uh, if we're not actually connected to God who is our anchor, our strength and as we'd read from Psalm 46 our strong tower Uh, Ron Ross great getting your insights thanks for scouring the headlines overnight a good update from things that are happening in the holy land today thanks for being with us on 2020
1: let's just encourage everyone Neil you are not alone thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media
0: to find out more about us go to vision.org.au